Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of my pillow, here to tell you about my Giza Dream bed sheets. I made sure that they would be everything you'd ever want in a sheet set. I started with the world's finest cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all meet. The long staple cotton makes my Giza Dream sheets ultra soft and durable. They come with extra wide pillowcases to fit over any pillow and extra deep pockets to fit over any mattress. Not only that, they come with my 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. And now you can get the best sheets ever for the best price ever. When you buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheet sets, you'll get another one absolutely free. I personally guarantee that they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Specials for the buy one, get one free offer on Giza Sheets. All you got to do, Renegade Nation, is enter the promo code RENEGADE or call 1-800-889-6817 for these great specials. That's 1-800-889-6817. Use the promo code RENEGADE. Please be aware, the stories, theories, reenactments, and language in this podcast are of an adult nature and can be considered disturbing, frightening, and in some cases, even offensive. Listener discretion is therefore advised. Welcome, heathens. Welcome to the world of the weird and unexplained. I am your host, Nicole Delacroix, and together we will be investigating stories about the things that go bump in the night, frighteningly imagined creatures, supernatural beings, and even some unsolved mysteries, but I promise all sorts of weirdness. So, sit back, grab your favorite drink, and prepare to be transported to today's dark enigma. And on today's Dark Enigma, well, we had a listener suggestion, and when I saw the pictures, I could not help myself. And I actually had a friend who recently went here and sent me other pictures, and seriously, just beautiful. So I couldn't help myself, and I thought this is a perfect time. Anyways, with all of that being said, we will still be playing our drinking game, and you know the drinking game is only for those of us that are at home and have nowhere else to go tonight. The choice of libation, as always, my darlings, is yours, so choose your poison accordingly. All right, now for the game part. How about every time I say hotel, that will be a single shot, and every time I say falls, that will be a double shot. All right, we've got the business end out of the way. We can jump headfirst into today's dark enigma. So grab a large mug of aromatic coffee, dig into a delicious arepa with a side of pitaya, do yourself a little salsa dancing as we are about to visit one of the most biodiverse countries in the world, Colombia, with today's offering, Suicides, Myths, and Hauntings, the disturbing story of the Hotel del Salto. One of the most unusual sites of Colombia is the abandoned Salto Hotel. It's located in incredibly beautiful natural surroundings close to the Tecundama Falls. This natural attraction began to attract people more than a hundred years ago. 
Travelers from around the world came to admire it. And in 1928, it was decided to build a hotel next to this beautiful waterfall. The luxury facility had been working for more than 60 years, and then it was closed down due to unprofitability. For many years, the building was empty and slowly became destroyed. It was visited by a few tourists who came just to admire the waterfall. The massive historic building with black windows may look very intimidating, but many travelers stop at its open observation deck that offers a magnificent view of the 157 meter high waterfall. By the way, look the pictures up. Beautiful. The hotel built on the edge of a steep cliff, and when the building was closed, the wilderness began to attract people attempting suicide. No official statistics on suicides is collected, but according to unofficial information, several dozen people have died there by their own hand. One of the worst legends about the abandoned hotel is related to the souls of the dead. Some travelers, when visiting the empty building, have seen strange silhouettes and heard a kind of human speech, though no one but them was in the building. If someone might be frightened by such stories, some tourists are, in contrast, attracted to them. People come here not only to see the beautiful waterfall, but also in hope to watch the spirits. Hotel del Salto, which translates quite literally to Hotel of the Leap, has reportedly been haunted for decades. Now serving as a museum, the century-old structure in Colombia overlooks the beautiful waterfall into the Bogota River. It was originally utilized as the residence of an architect by the name of Carlos Arturo Tapias, but it was open to the public in 1928 with unsettling re results. Originally a private residence, the structure was converted into a hotel in 1928. The Hotel de Salto is well known for its suicidal draw and role in local folklore. Many leaped into the void, committed suicide, either out of desperation or inspired by the local customs, even beyond its walls where the waterfall descends on the misty slopes. Visitors and tourists from all over the world still flock to the former hotel nearly a century later. For years to come, the tales, disasters, and alleged supernatural happenings that occurred there will undoubtedly continue to entice people. But we're going back to the beginning. Before the Spanish landed in South America and began wiping out the native populations, Bogota was actually called Bacata and was ruled over by the Muisca people. These native peoples were just as advanced as the Incans and the Aztecs, but they were also woefully unprepared to deal with European diseases and weaponry, much like the Incans and the Aztecs. Many of the Muisca peoples were raped, murdered, or forced into slavery and servitude by the Spanish conquistadors. Some chose to escape this fate by running off the edge of the Taquindama Falls. As these desperate souls plummeted the 515 feet to their death, they held firmly to a belief that their bodies would transform into that of an eagle's. And with their new wings and lighter bodies, they'd be able to fly away from the Spanish and find freedom. 
while their souls may have flown away, their bodies most definitely did not survive the fall. Tequendama, the name of the falls near the hotel, translate to he who precipitated downward in the indigenous Chibachka language of the Muasca people. Yeah, I'm having a hard time with the Spanish guys, so seriously, don't pick on me. As the story goes, native people would leap from the falls to avoid being captured by the Spanish forces, who started to conquer South America in the early 1500s. Rather than meeting their demise, however, the Muasca would transform into eagles mid-fall and soar into the skies. According to another Muasca tradition, Bogota was flooded, but the gods created a patch and constructed the waterfall to spare people from the flood's death, turning the waterfall into a place of salvation, and twice as significant to these people. Apparitions have reportedly stalked the grounds ever since. Just beyond its walls, where the falls cascade down the foggy mountainside, many have leapt to their death, either out of despair or inspired by the indigenous lore. The area was ripe with flora and fauna until the early 20th century, when dams and electricity began to impact the environment. In place of these significant myths, the Taquindama Waterfall Mansion was built in San Antonio del Taquindama in 1923, during the presidency of Pedro Nel Ospina. The tall windows of the building and the French architecture designed by architect Carlos Arturo Tapias reflected the joyful aesthetics of the 1920s. In 1923, this wealthy architect, Carlos Arturo Tapias, made this his spacious home near the beautiful Grusom Falls. Within the decade, though, he would transform his beautiful mansion into a decadent hotel. Perhaps Tapias was simply lonely and bored, or perhaps he was seeing or hearing the echoes of spirits walking through his home's massive empty corridors. Inviting people to come and stay in your home is one way to lessen the horror of living in a haunted place, but throwing a party is even better. I'm just going to say this man's after my own heart, because you know how I love a good party. And that's exactly what Tapias did. Tapias invited the the wealthiest celebrities and politicians to stay at the newly named Hotel del Salto, and together they partied the remainder of the 1920s away. That's right, it was a while. There is written and photographic evidence of excessive drinking, dancing, and gluttony, and general merrymaking. This party raged on for two years. Just stop and think for a moment. Partying for two freaking years. Seriously, this guy's a superhero. I'm just saying it. But in late October 1929, everything changed. The Wall Street crash sunk the world into an economic spiral and kick-started the Great Depression. Because many people couldn't find jobs, families weren't so keen on taking expensive vacations. Or any vacations. For the Hotel Del Salto, the Great Depression might as well have been a death sentence. As the National Park Service remarked, and I quote, The Great Depression struck the tourist trade a great blow. Expenditures for hotels, restaurants, vacation clothing, and travel supplies fell from $872 million in 1929 to $444 million in 1932. Huge difference. 
Clearly, the people who would stay in business during tough times would be those who could appeal to the smaller number of tourists on the road. For the Hotel del Salto, the Great Crash was the definite death sentence. The well-to-do aristocrats that freely partied at the hotel were now either destitute or were being very watchful of their expenses. Consequently, there were very few guests visiting the opulent home after 1929. And this was the beginning of the hotel's slow descent into darkness. At the same time, the falls that were nearby the site had remained popular in local legend and tradition as the place where the Muasca people had found solemn, deadly peace. Locals who found themselves wrapped in a similar depression occasionally wandered out to the falls to end their lives. Many had to walk past the hotel to reach the jumping point, and the few guests that dared to stay there soon found themselves assisting with police investigations. And as you can imagine, this did little to improve the Hotel de Salto's reputation. These tragic deaths weren't the only thing keeping visitors up at night. Hotel guests claimed to see apparitions inside the hotel and outside by the falls. Some even said they heard quiet voices conversing in a strange language, possibly the spirits of Muasca people. According to other accounts, the dark energy of the falls drove a hotel guest to brutally murder a beautiful young socialite in one of the rooms, splattering the walls with her blood. They say her vengeful, vengeful spirit can be seen peering from the windows of the room where she died. And while the hotel stood empty tales of a loud cry emanating from within the building at night strengthened the belief that the place is haunted. Additionally, the road leading up to the building has been the site of numerous mudslides and accidents, which some believed were a sign of further paranormal activity. But alleged hauntings aside, the Hotel de Salto was still open for business. And guests often found themselves involved in police because of the deaths at the fall. Throughout the decades, though, numerous people leapt to their death. Combined with the indigenous lore surrounding the falls, it's no wonder many people believe that the hotel and the falls are still haunted to this day. Some even say that the Muasca people cursed the land where the hotel was built. As the 1990s rapidly approached, the aging home of Carlos Arturo Tapias began to rot. This decay was, in part, caused by the hotel's proximity to the Taquadama Falls. Its moisture, after all, has a way of breaking down even the toughest, toughest materials. But as pollution took over the river in the early 1990s, the hotel shut its doors. But the majority of the damage caused to the structure was the result of actual pollution. The city paper Bogota features an illuminating comment on the nature of the pollution, and I quote, since 1952, the Bogota aqueduct system has been contaminating the Rio Bogota, and we are still debating what to do about it. And this was stated by one Fernando Vasquez, director of Fundación Alverde Vivo. Say that five times fast. There are parts of the Bogota River that are so toxic, not a single species of animal can survive in the waters. That water flowed several hundred feet below the Hotel del Salto, and it still does. If guests weren't choking on the smell of unfound suicide victims, they were gasping through the poisonous fogs. As the hotel shut its doors, 
in the early 1990s, it's widely believed that the Hotel del Salto shut down due to pollution and structural decay. There is another prominent theory that deserves a little attention. Many guests that stayed in the hotel while it was operating reported strange apparitions and sounds, and this only worsened when the hotel closed to the public. As nature reclaimed bedrooms and bathrooms, creeping in through holes in the stonework, curious explorers and squatters took up residence in the old mansion. Some claimed that they saw the shadows of people who weren't even there. Others heard quiet, distant conversations in that strange language. It's possible that the poisoning and polluting of the Bogota River awakened more than one vengeful spirit from the Tacundama Falls. The empty and vine-covered Hotel del Salto attracted curious ghost hunters, but it also attracted lost souls. There are many accounts of drifters and mentally ill people being found dead within the hotel. These misguided folks may have been lured there by paranormal forces. And the Moasca people, they believed in curses. If they were being driven from their land and into extinction, it's not a far-fetched idea to wonder if they did curse this land. The Guardian's Chris McGreal wrote, and I quote, In the 1950s, collecting pre-Columbian antiquities was already a local tradition, and most people in the town gave little thought to the Native Americans who had lived on the same land a millennium before them. But decades later, the old pastime has wrought bitterness and tragedy, end quote. Native Americans' curses aren't anything to laugh at. If you live in America, you know that. There are dozens of mysterious suicides and accidental deaths that surround the plundering and desecration of sacred Native sites. It's possible that the poisoning and polluting of the Bogota River awakened more than one vengeful spirit from the Tequidama Falls. For more than 20 years, the Hotel del Salto stood physically empty. However, it buzzed with the sound and energy of lost and broken souls. And these spirits continued to enjoy their long stay at the once gorgeous palatial residence. But in 2013, the local government decided to renovate the building and transform it into something different. A museum. This project was actually quite successful, and the Casa Museo Salto de Tequadama Biodiversidad y Cultural, yes, say that ten times fast, but it means, in English, Tequadama Falls Museum of Biodiversity and Culture, is now open to the, vi to the public and visitors. Though you won't be able to rent a room in the hotel anytime soon, you can still visit the haunting location. Historic Hotel de Salto, which is now popularly cognizized as the Taquadema Falls Museum of Biodiversity, the most crowd-pleasing spots for the Bogota visitors, has many of the legendary stories behind the walls, from the foul smelling of the river to the landslides, and each story has been covered with suspense and sadness. And you do have tour guides that will tell you all about them. And we'll go over them one by one really quickly. The Eagle Fly for Freedom. This was the story about the Muasca Indians, in order to avoid arrest by the Spanish conquerors, would jump from the famous falls and upon falling transform themselves into eagles and flew for freedom. The cry from the mansion. People there used to hear loud cries from inside the hotel after sunset, which led their belief to the existence of ghosts and it being haunted. And the mountainous road is prone to mudslides or slides of any kind, actually. 
The road to the hotel is filled with mountains, and this mountainous road is disposed, of course, to landslides. People do prefer much slow a much slower ride to cross this region, the deceitful and perilous road. And if making a visit to Bogota, then plan accordingly to return before sunset, as it has been reported by the visitors that the roads after dark are even more perilous. And there are warning signs all over the roads. There are milestones and way indicators that lead to the hotel, which few words painted over them as a warning sign to return back to the town, leaving the mansion before night falls. This was a meeting place for the elite people. The richest people of Bogota had access to the hotel and celebrated pompous parties all over the place. The place became a success and the gathering of the elite people increased to taste that luxury. Then later it was published in some press releases that Hotel del Salto invites ghosts, driving other visitors to escape from the hotel. And their unaccomplished goal. In 1950, the hotel was proposed to be reconstructed as an 18-story hotel for tourist attraction, but not even a single foundation was laid to transform the building into a hotel. The huge mansion just remained in that original structure with its spirits of the dead. The Bogota River, of course, has been reported as the second most polluted river on the globe, with a terrible foul smell. The reason behind the scene is that people choose this high-altitude spot to commit suicide by jumping into the river. Plus, it doesn't help that the river also consists of, well, wastes of about 8 million dwellers in the city of Bogota, plus the chemicals from the industry which pollutes the river even to this day. Modern tourists visiting Bogota tend to do at least two things while they're in town. First, they walk through Bolivar Square and scare away the pigeons. Fun. I don't like birds, but whatever. Secondly, they go check out the remains of the haunted Hotel del Salto. Anyone that can handle the putrid stink surrounding the building is soon met with another far graver challenge. Spirits. Because the hotel enjoyed a rich and luxurious past, and on the surface, it remains just as delightfully whimsical and French as ever. However, what was once an opulent and gleaming jewel besides the Taquandama Falls is now a quiet, slightly sorrowful museum. Today, curious visitors can tour the hotel, but only during business hours, which end at 5 p.m., well before the spirits are said to come out to play. But be warned, the tour guides, while very knowledgeable about the past and present curses, speak little to no English, so make sure you bring your own interpreter. And while you're here, you can view the muse museum's main exhibit, Caverns and Ecosystems of the Subterranean World. It is a coincidence that the curators at this museum chose to explore subterranean pits and spaces, or are they referencing the unseen underworld that seems to linger just beneath the surface of the Tequendama Falls? We may never know. And even though you won't be able to rent a room in the hotel anytime soon, you can still visit the inspired and haunting location. But beware, the river that flows above and below the hotel is deadly in more ways than one. And if you hear a voice that whispers for you to follow it up the road towards the misty falls and into the fog, you'd be best to ignore it. And with that, my darlings, we have come to the end of the episode. 
I thank you for joining me here today, and I hope you will take some time to reach out to me and share your thoughts on what you thought about today's topic. You can always reach me and the show at darkenigmapodcast at gmail.com. And if you have a suggestion for a future show, you want to tell me what you think, you're bored and you need somebody to talk to, you want to share some pretty pictures, drop me a line. Because I do reply to every single email. And on that note, that is all the time I have for you this evening. I thank you for joining me here on Renegade Talk Radio. And you guessed it, don't forget to tune in next time. See you, my heathens. I love you. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.